Welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 97. Holy crap. I have so much work to do this week in preparation for 100. <laughs> it was worrying when I was talking to my partner earlier and I went, oh my God, we're that close to 100. Oh, oh my gosh, this is the longest I've done anything. Um, Me too. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I am joined by my co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello. I was going to say, say hello, and you already did that. So, how's your week been? It's been good. Um, unfortunately, I am under the weather a little bit. Uh, yeah. Got, got the cold, not the coof. Um, yeah, I have still managed to complete a full week of work, both at the office and at home. Good. I also dragged my sorry butt out of bed at 4.15 yesterday morning to go and play a 7 o'clock round of golf with my with my dad. I mean, great, the whole bonding time and thing, but well, like... Well, yeah, it was great, and also one of his friends from work was there, and he's a nice bloke as well, so... Yeah, it, it was fun. It was just 4.15, oof. It's my bedtime. Yeah, it usually it's usually around about the time where I start staring for the first time in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, to actually drag my butt out of bed at four fifteen, have a shower, and leave the house at five a.m. not fun. But hey, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed myself, and we we managed to get through the entire round before it rained. And yesterday, if you know anything about the UK, it was torrential. What? Yeah, and it was fun. Would you like to read Deadbeat's uh, comment? I went... Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm not reading that. <laughs> it's Sunday. Uh, no, no, no. I, I will read it. I went swinging with my dad's friends, too. It was not enjoyable. Deadbeat Punk said that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so, gosh. Anyway, moving on quickly. How was your week? Hmm. My week uh, was actually very weird because I am starting a new, like, self-improvement thing because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I discovered that I might be obsessed with breathage. And so I will be finishing that up shortly. Did we discover at all whether or not it's breath edge, breathage, or breathage? Oh, I like to say breath edge. It, well, I think it is supposed to be breath breath edge, isn't it? Ah, uh, you said breast. Um, but, <laughs> um, it's it's if you like. I know it's been said a million t thousand t times. Millionth. Yes, that it is subnautica in space, but it like legit is. So I'm gonna wrap that up. And then I'm going to start into uh, the Subnautica sub-zero or below zero. Or below zero. Or because it too is on Game Pass. Yes, and you didn't know that until I messaged you and you literally, all you did was react to it with a thumbs up. Yes, I was very happy. Yes. See, that's the problem with being friends with an autistic. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing is I was waiting for a response saying, cheers for that. <laughs> And I, all, I go back a couple of hours later and you've just reacted to the post with a thumbs up. It's like, but a thumbs yes. up is like, it's like, I'm very happy and excited about this. Thank you. But yeah, I forget I, I, that. I know, I know. That's not normal people. <laughs> no, especially not when it's like literally a chat with one, like two people in it. Is. I know. It, it, yeah. 
I, oh gosh, yeah. You have your work cut out for you if you want to be friends with artists. And now you know how I've got through two years worth of this. It's yep. a lot of hard work. It is hard work. I do not doubt that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I want to talk to you quickly about site before we obviously uh, go ahead with the main show. Uh, right. Because we're now into the second week of the Halo Infinite beta. And we right. had a little bit more time to play it, didn't we, than last week? Uh, I want to know, because we talked about this briefly off air, but I really want to know what you think now. Here for this. You and I are about to do an echo chamber. <laughs> when No, we're not an echo chamber, because admittedly, I'm not that much of a Halo fan. You are. Um... So I went into this a little bit more fresher than you in terms of multiplayer because I hadn't played a multiplayer Halo since ODST. I think that's what you said before. Yeah, I think I might have played a little bit of Reach, like a couple of games, but didn't okay. enjoy it. So, <laughs> uh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is look, Deadbeat Punk. He's still actually alive. Just in the volcano. No. <laughs> what you mean? That, like literally did a cousier and chucked him off a yeah. volcano, like Hey Hutchie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> stay on topic. Why am I staying on topic? Have you never watched a show with me and Kylie? We never stay on topic. Cheers. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, I think yeah. I, I do think we're going to have a little bit of an echo chamber in some respects here, <laughs> but our experiences are very different in this that. They're different, but they come to the same conclusion. Uh, yeah, so um, can I just let you know that I had the multiplayer pre-installed, uh, ready to go for December? Yeah. Not anymore. I deleted yeah. it. I, I I still have it for me. Yes. But when Pete deletes games, that's a pretty big indication. Uh, um, yeah, because I st just... Because despite Forza Horizon 5 coming out at some point, Forza Horizon 4 is still there on my hard drive, ready to play at any point that I want. Right. Because it's a great game. But um, there are. But admittedly, I did download a 10-hour trial of a game because someone asked me to download it, and I absolutely ashamed that I did, and I won't tell I anyone believe... what game it was. I still can't believe you did it. Um, but... Disappointing. Ah, uh, yes. Um... So no, that's, that's I, because I was waiting all for ages for a particular someone <laughs> who shall remain nameless to appear either on Destiny or Halo and I, never did. And never even I, got a message. It's crazy. Friday, I got home. I got home at like 9.30, I think, um, yeah. which is later than normal anyway. Oh, I was <laughs> long done by then anyway. Oh my gosh, I crashed out. I never do that. And I, I like jump at the chance to play Halo. I don't care who you are. You say, hey, um, or any multiplayer really. Mm -hmm. um, but I just crashed out and then woke up the next morning. And I was like, holy crap. But um, <laughs> clear indication that you needed sleep. You'd exhausted yourself mentally for your class and fair enough. Being around humans again. Oh gosh. Oh, is it in uh, person then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have really? to go. I have to go to the next little town over. Um, okay. But it's so pretty. Um, I don't want to give away too much. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, 
It's just very scenic and very pretty. That uh, sounds like most of Ireland. It is. I'm not going to lie. This place is gorgeous. Uh, What was I saying? Oh, so Halo multiplayer. Okay, here's the thing. There's a lot better multiplayers out there nowadays. I agree. I think... Uh, I don't know. It's just hard to say, really. I find that there are much better multiplayer games out there, even though I'm not the biggest multiplayer fan. I... I enjoy i'm not good at pvp mm -hmm. i'll be the first to say that i am a pve person yeah uh i must send p and v um uh pvp is <laughs> fun yeah <laughs> I, I i just read that i'll read that in a minute yeah read it out so, so people don't know why i paused okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, deadbeat punk put lovely place awful people in ireland no offense kylie <laughs> well we, we 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 may know one of them currently in the chat at the moment oh god ha hashtag no yeah. beef <laughs> um beef stroganoff man uh what was i saying what was i saying um, you're not. You're more of a PVE person, right? Because even though I enjoy PVP very much, um, I get really, really nervous, and I start my hands start sweating, and I get like really amped up. Whereas, like, if I'm going up against AI or computers or whatever, I'm just like calm, cool, collected. It doesn't bother me. It mm -hmm. doesn't even. But I guess just being up against other humans or something, because they're unpredictable. I have no idea. I guess but it's it the unpredictable nature of it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, I can't work my controls. I do stupid, dumb stuff. I blow myself up with grenades. <laughs> so, um, so the thing with Halo is that it's very clunky uh, to switch weapons. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's there. But I'm really looking more forward to the campaign. Me too. Like, you know, I'm more of a single player sort of person anyway. So I'm quite interested to see where they go with this one. Always, I've always maintained that ever since we saw that initial um, story reveal of it. Right. But despite how bad it looked at times, like visually, I was Correct. interested to see where the story was going. Um, He's a beautiful, beautiful person. He, Oh, let's not talk about Craig because Craig's the best part of it let's be honest Craig is an angel yeah because the amount of memes that have come out of it are glorious exactly. um, but I, I just I have some issues with the multiplayer itself like um, I don't know like what half of what I'm doing in it if I'm honest right like, uh, big team battle is just too big for me if I'm honest like they've that's what she said to, uh, yeah okay 12 like 12 <laughs> Like it's there's a 12 lot. Twelve is a lot. That yeah. is a lot. And the mm -hmm. maps are just too massive. Like, and then you just don't, just don't. I can see it. Let's see the look on your face. Um, I everyone's just. It, it feels like battlefield to me. Where it, like it's literally Big just the a That's what she said. Um, <laughs> no, it's um. It, it feels like Battlefield in the fact that it's literally a race to try and find the best vehicle possible and then you win. Yeah. Um, and after, um, it just I just don't tend to enjoy that kind of thing. But I mean, I think that it's another one of those things where um, 
maybe with lots of additional practice and play time, mm -hmm. um, if you develop like an alternative skill for a different weapon, a weapon that people aren't good at, if you develop that, yeah. then you can have an advantage. But otherwise, it's people going after the same weapons, uh, the same vehicles, uh, yeah. you know, like that the, uh, a couple weeks ago when we were all playing and the guy with the, was it the Banshee, I think? Yeah, it was the either Banshee. the Warthog, the Banshee, or the uh, the Mongoose. One of them, I can't remember. I want to say Banshee because I ended up blowing oh, him. Oh, yes, up it was because Kieran then ended up uh, taking down the guy with the Banshee and he was very No, I did. Oh, sorry. My, my bad. Banshee down. Fine, someone's, you took Not down Banshee. the guy with the Banshee. Ghost. Oh, yes. Banshee's Ugh. the big flying penis ship, and they don't have those. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. But, uh, but no, the ghost. I took it down, yeah. and I was very pleased. But he was, like, just just uh, camping on the spawn point. Yeah. Just killing people, killing people. And it's just like, that takes all the fun out of it. Yeah. Wow. It's like To me, like, this is one of the things that I think Splatoon had done really well. Like, the fact that they... They had seen that there was a lot of problems with the first game with people um, spawn killing. So they, they literally took the spawn points and sectioned them off so you couldn't even get anywhere near them. And I, I think guess. that was quite a nice idea. Too many yeah. games just don't do that. And you find that a lot of people abuse the spawning like too much. <laughs> especially, especially when um, you know a particular team is massively in the lead. I will say that I was playing some Iron Banner this week, mm. and um, there was a lot of spawn killing there because there's oh, no real way to block that off because they have you spawned near uh, wherever, like whichever flag you control. Yeah. Um, and so people were just picking us off. When we still beat them, we still beat them by a lot. But I just I hate that kind of stuff. I just hate. I just hate... I was going to say cheaters. That's not really cheating, but it's, I don't know. It's not cheating. It's just... Um, not honourable. It's unsportsmanlike, let's say. Yes. I like honour. Um, and Brent's Enlisted does that too. Uh, sections off the uh, spawning stuff? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Um, I, I, I don't know. I, it's just a bugbearer of mine that obviously mm. like games just can't seem to work out like how to not stop spawn camping and stuff like that i'm gonna be very very honest and uh 2142 yes i used to spawn camp of course it's because it's really bad at pvp <laughs> which i'm still really bad at yeah it's just i don't I'm just know so nervous i just yeah. oh I'm anyway we should well, mm -hmm. I'm interested to ask a quick question because you said about PvP like makes you a bit like, ooh, like nervous and yeah, but PVE is fine. So I'm interested to see what your opinion on Gambit is in Destiny Two then. Uh, weirdly, and I've been taking screenshots. I'm really good at Gambit. <laughs> yeah, can't but I, believe I, it. I think you. I think for me, what what the best part of that probably is for you is the PVE element rather than the PvP. I, I, I guess that when you when an invader comes in, you like proper panic, don't you? Yes, when an invader comes in, I try my best to shoot them. Uh, I did take out a couple this week. Nice. Um, like I said, I took screenshots just so I could like I was gonna like prove, and I was like, why? Well, who do I have to prove to? You know? Um, prove it to but... me. <laughs> 
But it, it was like, Gambit's a very, very strange uh, gaming um, mechanic that Destiny 2 uses that I've not seen. I don't know how to compare it to any other multiplayer. Uh, but there, I, I believe that PvE versus, uh, PvP versus PvP is an actual thing in some games, but not loads. It's kind of a niche. It's almost like fight in a way. Like what's that? Firefight, yes. which reminds me, I'm really, really good at Firefight, which is PvE. similar thing. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's kind of like Gears of War's Horde mode and stuff like that. Exactly, and uh, like there's a zombie mode and some other stuff. What? What you mean, uh, zombies in Call of Duty? Is it zombies where they keep coming? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's it then. Uh, yeah, so. I turned out to be good at Gambit, and it's not even that fun, and it sucks. Mm. I carried my team, like, twice yesterday. Like, not just carried, like, I got the medals for having scored the most points type thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, Brent says, I like those co-op wave modes, too. Yeah, that, I don't know why, again, I guess it's just, it's very weird. I don't know why I freak out so bad when it's PvP. I just always have. Yeah, trust me. Like, especially when you're playing like a battle royale or something like that that requires oh you to be, gosh. you know, on point an entire game. Like, I always found that like when I get to like the the ending bit and you're like one of the few left, like my hands are so sweaty. Yep, my heart's pounding, yep. and I'm just like, oh. But um, we should probably move on. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's part of what the week's been like as well. If I'm yeah, honest, because it's, it's been. A big thing this week for a lot of people. Wedding to death, and it is not even warm. Oh, I know. It's well, it's because your computer is turning that room into a sauna. Oh. And this. Um. Uh, yes. I'm gonna turn my fan on. Let me know if it's too loud. Okay. Can you hear it? No. Excellent. But I guarantee that it'll come up in a backup recording. Oh no. Don't no, it's that. fine. Turn it. Keep it on. It's fine. Because it might not turn... If I can't hear it in my ba audio backup, it won't turn up. Okay. So, that's fine. Maybe, and I'll turn it off soon anyway. Um, that's what she But said. yes, we should... <laughs> um, so, <laughs> that's the, that's uh, how it feels. <laughs> oh, Brent... Okay. Deadbeat says it's audible here. No! And then and Brent, Brent says I barely hear it. Yeah, but we know that Deadbeat Punk likes to stir the pot a little bit sometimes, so... I think you tell the truth about that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Re really? No. See, I'm too optimistic. I'm too nice. You um, are, yeah. Whereas I, whereas I think... No, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. Oh, uh, gosh, I said I hashtag no beef. Um, Deadbeat, I enjoy good audio. It's Yeah, <laughs> see, now that's my thing, is... Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my soapbox right now. Yeah, so we're to make a point now. Yeah. Um, no, I like, I know some quote audio files. Um, I cannot get on board to what you guys hear. I can't. I just, like, they picked these headphones out for me like five years ago, and these are great. I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Um, and they'll like pull up a file usually I think Monkey Island, and then they'll say, like, listen to it in these headphones. Okay, mm. listen to it in these grattos or whatever. Listen to it in these. I don't hear any difference. I do. 
Ever since starting this podcast, I've become massively more in tune to audio files. So this is uh, like no no offense to Kieran or anything because he was running the most basic asset that you could get. But literally, his files literally had a fuzzing in there because of his laptop, and it used to annoy the pee out of me. To be honest, I don't notice those things, and then which is also weird because as an autistic, I notice like I can hear my lights buzzing or whatever. You know, I pick yeah. up like sounds that nobody is aware of. But when it comes to audio files, uh, I just can't. I just don't know what the heck y'all are talking about. Like, there's the same person that picked these out. Uh, they won't let me send them just MP3s. It has to be like Waps. black audio, raw something. I don't know. And I'm just like, that's too much work. Look, I, too much effort. Anytime I've got anyone to send me a, an audio file, it's always WAV because WAV is the best way to send anything like that uh, in commercial ways, of course. Right. Um, but I'm now annoyed, obviously, because of this, the Spotify and uh, other platforms issue that we now have to export this as MP3 yeah. and it's rubbish. I know, so, but they're smaller files. So. They are small and- files, so it means we can get it out a little, a little bit earlier. And yeah, We went off track, Pete. Welcome back to the first couple of episodes <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, what we're doing. Kept us on track. He, he did. I think we need him back. Karen, come back. He won't, but we do. Um, no, okay. So I'm going to let you tackle this story first because we've got four news stories here. Like I said, we're going to try and keep this as brief as possible because we'll we'll tell you why later in the episode. But you brought this to my attention. I did see it on Twitter about Bandai Namco. I think so, everyone's seen that one. So do you want to tell people what happened so that they're up to speed if the case they haven't? Well, in case you've lived under a rock, like Patrick Starr, um, Bandai Namco revealed at Tokyo Game Show that they are changing their logo next year and they posted what they changed their logo to. Now, we've all seen it. Uh, and we I... know what their old logo looks like. Yeah, Bandai Namco's like logo is absolutely classic. Like very classic, very identifiable, very which is you know okay. Now let me get into like that, the reason why. I yeah, it up. I agree, and that's the thing, right? Is every time like they used to do announcements for Tekken characters, and you'd mm-hmm. see like the feet and then the the logo, you yeah. knew straight away like what it was. It was like, come on, yes. this is so iconic. I. I'm a graphic designer and have been one for a long time. Yeah. Very long. Ridiculously long time. Mm-hmm. So there's things like color theory and, and all this kind of crap that you learn. This logo defies all of those because <sighs> they took a what was just a an identifiable brand um, and then made it this weird pinky purple color, which don't get me wrong, I like it as a color because it's me. It's a nice color. But, yeah. But as brand branding or brand's logo, it it's not right. The color that they're using is like I said, it's a pinky purple. It's usually used for um preteens. Yep. 
and it symbolizes fun and vibrancy and that kind of thing, which, you know, I, I guess that's what they're going for, but they've put it in a thin line around text, which oh. makes it look almost like a WhatsApp or, you know, a messaging. Yeah, and like obviously that. based on what I'm looking at now, it's on a white background as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's got a weird little, like, almost like it's a message window. Like yeah, little... it looks like a speech bubble, doesn't it? Like you yeah. get on WhatsApp. And then read the terrible tagline that makes no sense uh, to me. Fun for all into the future. In the future. What the frick does that mean? I really thought you were going to swear there, so I'm glad you didn't. No, I caught myself. <laughs> it's Sunday. I don't... Jesus is watching. Uh, but... <laughs> Fun for all into the future. What mean? Is it not fun now? It'll only be fun in the future? Well, but... They, what uh, they said, they have two taglines. And they've smushed them together. Well, yeah, they've got two different sort of... Um, they've got two different kinds of logos. So you've got this, the, the one that's like on one line and then you've got like a double up like that. Mm-hmm. And right. They look awful. Like... And weird capitalization as well. Yeah, I've always hated this about companies, if I'm honest. It always looks very strange when it's all capitalised. You need to go with one or the other, and they've done some weird combination of some words are capitalised and some aren't. Um, Especially, yeah, fun, yeah, fun, fun, all, and future are capitalised, but for, into, and the are not. And that just confuses me. That's a very old style where you don't capitalize the quote unquote articles is what those are called. Um, But that is, we're talking like that's mega retro out of style. Not even retro, it's just out of fashion. Uh, And so it is very strange as a designer to look at that and think. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just looking at these top stories on Google because I had to get the image up. Uh, right. po- Polygon's uh, article, like literally headline, says Bandai Namco has a new logo that looks like Twitches. Eurogamers one says oh, Bandai wow. Namco's new speech bubble logo represents Japanese manga culture. And Push Square says Bandai Namco reveals new logo. Everyone hates it. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, everyone hates everything anyway when something new comes out. But this is like, it's so far. <laughs> From the original, that mm-hmm. it's um, uncomfortable. I think uh, because what you learn in in branding is that brands need to feel comfortable. They need to feel stable. They need to give you a warm fuzzy when yeah. you look at them, uh, and and also they need to stand out. Yeah, or or not. It depends. It depends on what the uh, you know the the the. the Depends on what they're in. You know, like, as a gaming company, you probably do want to stand out. Well, I think the thing is with any company, really, that your idea is that your logo is impactful and you could spot it from anywhere. So you look at at the circle with the phone in it, you know straight away that's a WhatsApp logo. And it's like, yeah, Mm. that's recognisable, it's distinguishable, and you can't confuse it with anything else. Right. Um, You know, Nintendo's with the, the Nintendo and then the circle, like around it yeah you know that's iconic that's their thing you know yeah but and bandai namco's used to be obviously the the circle uh, like the circle and then the um what looks like a weird triangle 
with okay, Batman Arrow coming. And yeah, Arrow. yeah. But it's yellow and orange, like distinctive yeah. colours. They stand out. Yeah. And like I said, you know what it is straight away. And this one look, looks like it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. And that's what, obviously, Polygon has said. And I, I don't think mm -hmm. it's quite to the same fervour of what they're mentioning there. I don't think it looks exactly like Twitch's because they have that small icon that is more their thing. No, exactly. And Twitch is a talking platform. Bandai Namco is a game development. Yeah. For sure. Mm, it's it's just strange. I just don't seem to understand it. Yeah. But... It was fine. It was modern enough. I don't know why they changed it. Um, uh but... Uh, maybe to get the millennial crowd or, or not the millennials the gen z we crowd. are the millennials i know I, I meant to say that sorry <laughs> maybe, maybe it's more appealing to the gen zers because they look at that and they go mm, old logo that's been around someone, for like 20 years i did see someone say that it's because everyone's streamlining their logos for phone mobile um, oh that's a yeah dumb, dumb, that's a dumb thing you don't need to do that no as a designer i'm sitting here telling you no no, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I also say, if that's what you want, I will design it that way. Pay me money, I'll make whatever. Well, yeah, if that, <laughs> but if you actually want a logo that's half decent, stands out, and make you know makes an impact, then don't do that. I once worked for a moderately known guy, um, and uh, his logo was terrible. Yep. And he was like, you know, can you make this? It was a, like an old JPEG from like, you know, years ago, whatever. He's like, can yeah. you recreate this, but in a higher res? And I was like, oh, no problem. In fact, I'll do a little, a few improvements to it to make you look more professional because this is a professional guy. Yeah. Um, he's a performer in Las Vegas. And um, so I, I sent him a nice, slick, new logo and he was like oh no i don't like that let's just keep the old one just make it higher res and i did it i mean i got paid for it and i did it i did it the way he wanted but holy crap did that look terrible that's on him, not you that's what i'm saying i'm like the the people that design this i i'm just like as long as you got paid they probably won't put it on their portfolio i don't put mine on my portfolio because it's like it's not it's like you want people seeing it going, yeah, I don't like this. Yep. So, fair enough. But yeah, Bandai Namco, terrible logo. Um, not not a fan, let's say. Yeah. So, we'll move on. I, I, I wanted you to bring that to the forefront because, yeah. you know, being a graphic designer yourself. I had to do a rant as a graphic designer. Oh, yes, of course. So, yeah. we are now going very firmly and very quickly... Don't say it. In <laughs> I didn't even see face there, and I knew straight away. <laughs> that you were gonna, into the uh, oh, the rumor corner, the rumor mill, kind of rumor zone. Don't know what you want to call it. I can't call it the fantasy zone because that's been taken from elsewhere. So, um, yeah. So, but the next three stories we've got are all conjecture and rumor, and they're not official. So. <laughs> Uh, despite how much Kylie wants them to be real, they're still rumor only. So take but, it. we have a pinch of salt. In my defense, in my defense, I have shown you the articles, and they are very manipulative. Is that the right phrase? There? Uh, they, yeah, they are. They're not. 
they're Making not forth- bad language. They, yeah, they're not as forthcoming with the fact that these are rumor mills rather than actual direct confirmations because it says so I'll go with the first story that I've picked out it says sources and this comes from VGC sources Destruction All-Stars Studio Lucid handling Twisted Metal Revival a new game is in early development and planned to coincide with TV series sources claim so they haven't prefaced this by saying rumour they've made it look like it is an official kind of an official confirmation which I don't like that it's no. quite manipulative, like you said. You can see how I fall for these things. Oh dear, what has he said? I need to see. Kylie's <laughs> Corner of Creation. Uh, that was by Dead Beat Punk, so my yep. goodness. So, there you go. Uh, I will read through the story because obviously I've got it open yep. here. So uh, it says PlayStation hand- has handed its Twisted Metal series revival to Destruction All Stars developer Lucid Games. Sources have told VGC. Yeah. Uh, according to the sources, the new car combat instalment, which by release will be the first, uh, the series first in over a decade, has started early development at the UK, uh, the Liverpool-based studio. Um, one person with knowledge of Lucid's planning suggested that the revival will be built around a free-to-play model, partly in response to Destruction All-Stars' last-minute transition from a premium game to a PlayStation Plus title. The release is planned to coincide with an upcoming TV series in 2023, we were told. Now, I'm not reading any more of the story because I think, uh, other than that, it goes into basically the same crap all over again. Yes. So, yeah, so uh, just a rumour, obviously. Um, but how do you feel about this? So bad. I have said this so many times. I spent my, like complete adolescence just twisted metal black playing it over and over and the soundtrack was amazing it was banging i cannot imagine what they're going to make a tv series of Hmm. it's very strange because it is a destruction derby uh or as you guys say it darby uh uh type game yeah. So I don't. There's no like story or lore. I mean, there's a little bit of lore with each character. Oh, but, there is. I mean, you know, I can't remember I most of the characters all. apart from Sweet just Tooth, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just everyone remembers the clown. No, there's, I remember. Like, I remember Sweet Tooth because he was a character in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Oh, okay. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> well, he was definitely my favorite to play, but because his um, ice cream van was like. I mean, it is awesome. It is. There was another one I played with. I think he was like a punk guy, and mm-hmm. um, he had just really good missiles on his car. Was that? Anyway. Yeah, I can't remember which game that was. I've literally only played Twisted Metal Black, so. Well, I played, I had all of them, one through three and black. Um, Because I'm not kidding, the uh, soundtracks were amazing. Uh, I have heard that, so it was always been I interesting. Think point for me. Was even on one of them. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know more human than human was on there from uh, hmm. White Zombie. Oh, okay. Uh, that's how I discovered it. Uh, oh yeah, see, Brent says backstories of the characters. That's the only lore I really remember. Mm-hmm. So they'll have to like that's got to be what the TV show is going to be about. Um. I reckon they might. Maybe spec- they'll do it like a Fast and Furious type thing. Oh my gosh, it's about family. I hope not. <laughs> and Corona. 
Um, don't get me started. I've been listening to something from another podcast. What year? Uh, uh, I might as well shout out. Modern Escapism have been doing a run through of <laughs> um, um, the Fast and Furious series, and jeez, right. it's really funny, honestly. But they oh they have ri- they've ripped the first two movies completely apart. It's really funny. Look, the thing is, like, I know we're getting off track here again, but again, Kieran's not here. Oh, might as well play. The Fast and Furious movies are guilty, fun, pleasure. That's all they are. You know? They're, they're also bonkers, completely stupid, yeah, over the top, ridiculous, and that's terrible like, stories. That's like... This show, if you follow my Twitter, and I don't know why you do, but if you follow my Twitter, I'm completely obsessed with this Chinese show. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, what is it called? Word of Honor, because I'm crazy about honor. So I clicked on it. Um, and it is so over the top. It's so, you have to suspend your belief and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But it's so fun. It's just fun. That's what it comes down to. You know how that one time we talked about the, like, Deathloop is a video game because it's just a video game. It's yeah. fun. There's no substance that doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. That's how Fast and Furious is. It's just fun. It's like chocolate candy. Oh, I love chocolate. Oh. I really disagree after watching all eight of those movies recently. They are just absolutely diabolical to watch. Oh, my gosh. But see, I'm the type of person I love to watch The Room. And just laugh my ass off. No, that. I mean, no, that's off. that's a movie that's so bad it's good because of that reason. The the Fast oh and Furious God. movies are so bad they're bad. Love, and they love make no goddamn people. sense. So I screw them. To, I've watched Planet Nine from Outer Space. I used to watch all the Mystery Science Theaters three thousands. Oh my gosh! I need to find those again. And Debbie says can't even focus on her own rumor section. Of course. <laughs> you know Kylie, you know what she's like. She gets distracted by bright lights and fluffiness. Oh, I'm like shiny. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, what were we even talking about? Uh, twisted the, Metal. The twisted, either the Twisted Metal series and the uh, subsequent game that is rumoured. Totally coming out and I'm going to stream it. Speaking of which, before we move on to the next one, I would like some feedback. I may do it anyway. Um, I'm thinking of streaming Outlast 2 what, for, for, Halloween? for Halloween, but it'll be, you know, once a week because it is a long story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's purely, it's not like, mm, I was going to say it's not scary. It's not scary to me. It'd probably mm-hmm. be scary to other people. Okay. But the story messes with my head like so much. So chat, future listeners, VOD listeners, mm-hmm. uh, or watchers rather, let me know and I will start streaming that weekly. Um, it's 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 a mind f yeah. game. Fine. I like it better than Resident Evil. Okay then. If we're going on this, I might as well tell you that I might be picking up the mantle of Kieran's Halloween streams. Oh because yes. Because I I bought Dead Space. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, Kieran was going to stream Dead Space, but he's like got a life and has a yeah important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Right, calm down. I know it's important and and it's much needed. Um, and we respect that and support you. Um, but uh, but that does mean that left for dead no, dead space. Dead space. Uh, got left out. 
smart. So. Yeah. Well, I've got it on Xbox, so it's already downloaded. Uh, well, installed. So I might give it a try. I haven't played it well, yet before, so. Brent says, Plan 9 from Outer Space? That is a horrible movie. Yes, it is. It's awful. It's terrible. I love it so much. Um, And then uh, Brent says, Do it. I will restart my streaming this week, Pete. So there you go. Good. So, yeah. I, I love spoopy. Stream. Yeah, I will try my best to start either start it this week or next week or not this week. You know what I mean. Also, I want to recommend make sure it's not on our list of stories. Yes, uh, I still I recommend this every year. I'm gonna do it until the day I die. Uh, Layers of fear. If you oh, like yeah. narrative-driven stories, never nar narrative-driven thrillers, because it's not really a jump scare. It does have this one part that is hilarious. Um, it was not supposed to be funny. Oh my gosh, you will find tons of YouTube videos about okay. it. It is hilarious. But uh, Layers of Fear 1 is a very good Halloween-oriented themed game to play if you're looking for something spooky. Ooh, Brent says maybe I will stream Layers of Fear. I yes. think you should. Yeah. Anyway, really so uh, yeah, let's get back to Twist Matt yes. quickly because. Back on track. Um, for, so let me ask a question: Do you believe this? This is real. Um, I do because I want it to be. If I'm honest, I want it to be real. But okay. I also think that there's a lot of nostalgia, you know, with millennials and Twisted Metal. They'll make a lot of money. Um. They need to do it. Okay. But why Lucid? That is the strange thing that I don't quite understand. I mean, I mean, Destruction All-Stars is pretty close. I think it's as close as you're going to get to, to I, Twisted Metal. Right. I mean, I don't know who did Carmageddon, but, you know. Oh, my God. Who did do Carmageddon? I don't remember. That's too far <laughs> like Deadbeat says, what else are they doing? That's uh, a good point. Uh, counting that lack of money. <laughs> I mean, from Lucid's point of view, absolutely, I would jump at the chance because it's a, a, a well-known franchise. Um, you got an automatic fan base built in. Like I'm there, you know, day one. Yeah, of course, but it's also like quite a stumbling block if you get it wrong. It is. So, it's a huge. Yeah, that's the problem with like established IP sometimes is mm -hmm. that if you're not the original developer Literally. then people might not embrace you as like or oh, embrace three, four, your game. Three. Yeah, three, that's four, that my point exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. The the gatekeepers of the Halo franchise who keep screwing it up. Yep. So yeah, that's uh, anyway, but I I'm going to weigh into this. I don't actually think this is real. I just really uh, PR for the TV show? Yeah. I think I think this is PR for the TV show. Also, it's been a long time since a Twisted Metal game has even been on the forefront. And let's be honest, the last Twisted oh, Metal been. game did not sell particularly well, which is why it went into the deep recesses of Sony's vaults for a while. I don't even know what the last one was. I didn't get anything after Twisted Metal Black. Exactly. So it's not been a huge sales thing, a uh, huge sales juggernaut like they probably expected it to be. Right. Um, and bearing in mind that Sony's um, output nowadays are narrative-driven, third-person action-like games. 
yeah. where they do try to diversify sometimes with things like Destruction All-Stars. I just don't know if there's a market for a Twisted Metal game anymore. But, we not mentioned before about PlayStation getting in on the, oh gosh, uh, uh, eSports. Don't, uh, don't mention that one because we're coming <laughs> to that. Yep. Um, eSports uh, type thing, you know, with, a, I, with their own IP. I can't see how they would make Twisted Metal an eSports game, though. It could be, it could be. It has potential. I mean, it depends on what they do with what, it. What, customizable vehicles, like, different outsets, like, but if... if maps, a lot of the, different tracks. Yeah, but if this is the fact, if this is the thing, like, you want to make this an esports game, you can't have the established characters in there, which is half the property. But why couldn't you have the established characters? Because isn't that, like, Smash Brothers is established characters. Mm, very, very different style of game, though, isn't it? You know, consider it like, um, and I don't like to mention it, Fortnite, you know, you have a very basic character that you make your own. Like, otherwise, you're literally just yeah. going to have matches of everyone playing Sweet Tooth or everyone playing, like, someone else. Or And I don't remember character names, so I can't tell you who, but you know what I mean. Pete, do you want to read chat? Um... <laughs> Uh, right, uh, I'm not reading the top one because we're getting to that. Um, uh, Arc System Works let loose in Mystical Ninja. Uh, oh God, I'm not even... He, he's put the uh, eggplant emoji yeah. or aubergine as we call it over here. Oh yes, aubergine, I forgot. That's yeah. what you guys say. Uh, maybe if you stopped um, wandering off topic and got through <laughs> these rumours, we could be wrapped up in 30 minutes. But isn't this half the fun? Please <laughs> come back. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, I yeah, I think we'll we've, move on to the next one. Yeah. We will move on to the next one because it's so lovingly been put in there in the chat by Deadbeat Punk. Uh, we will cover it. And the fact that we have to go back once again to VGC for this one. Yeah. Yep. VG, VGC, the rumor mill this week. I was going to say, they report on rumors. A like lot. Crazy. Yes. Um, so, Konami is set to revive Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill. The Japanese publisher will reveal major projects after a period of relative quiet. Relative quiet <laughs> meaning uh, re-releases of games and mm -hmm. the terrible un- unashamedly terribly ridiculous money grab that was Metal Gear Survive oh god Konami yeah. um, I'm just going to put this out on the forefront right now Konami just should not make games anymore they have great <laughs> properties iconic properties yeah. but they just shouldn't make them they should license them out to other people to make but I yeah. think that might be a thing in the article. So let's carry on. So right. uh, I'll read from the article on VGC. Konami is set to ramp up, uh, ramp up its premium game development with new installments and remakes for its biggest franchises, including Metal Gear and Castlevania. That's according to publishing sources who spoke to VGC anonymously because they didn't have permission to discuss their projects publicly. Wow, what a surprise. Or they were lying. That is also true. 
Um, Konami's premium ga- uh, premium games output has slowed down significantly in recent years. The last Metal Gear was 2018's critically panned Metal Gear Survive, while the last mainline Castlevania release was 2014's Lords of Shadow 2. Uh, in the past decade, the company has arguably grown a bigger reputation for its pachinko gambling games than its premium PC and console releases. Yes, they do. So, however, following a restructure to the company's gaming develop uh, gaming division, uh, oh God, let's start that again. Someone can't read today. Um, however, following a restructure to the company's game development divisions earlier this year, Konami is now focused on bringing back its biggest brands to the premium game space. VGC was told. The first of these titles will be a new Castlevania game, which sources described as a reimagining of the series currently in development internally at Konami in Japan, with support from local external studios. Uh, there's been much speculation that Demon's Souls studio Bluepoint yeah. could have been working on the remake of Metal Gear Solid, however VGC was told the series is actually being worked on by an external studio, Virtuous. I don't know what Virtuous is. I think we've talked about them before, but I don't recognize them. Let me get on to that. Established in 2004, Virtuous is one of the largest game developers in the world and focuses on supporting the development of major AAA games or bringing existing games to new platforms. Recently, it worked on the Switch ports of Dark Souls Remastered, The Outer Worlds, and the Bioshock Collection, as well as contributing art and content to blockbusters such as Battlefield 1, Uncharted 4, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> oh, I don't even... I just don't... Yeah, two seconds. Yeah, we're good. Sorry, I had a had a moment on the Twitch there. It just network errored me, so... Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. Okay. That was a bit weird. So please let us know if you can still see and hear us. So Yeah. For those, for those can... watching live, which is weird anyway so obviously virtuous uh, are reported to be working on this uh, on one of the games uh, an internal studio at konami are working on castlevania there was ob- there's talk later on in the report about silent hill but i cannot be bothered to go into that one at all um so i want to know your opinion on this should konami uh take things in-house and start making games again should they license their properties out to external studios or should they just sell their properties off now this seemed very strange coming from me a person who believes in in-house everything mm-hmm. um and that is uh i think they should sell their properties I think it's time. I I'm think not. I'm 100% behind you on this one, but they right? won't because obviously no, Silent Hill and won't. Metal Gear get pachinko games made out of them. That's the thing. I I hate seeing them sell these characters off the way that they do. Um, but, I mean, if, if I was in charge of everything in the world, yeah. uh, I would think they need to sell those IPs off, but they won't. I have also uh, just realised an error in this article, right? I'm going to go back to right. it because they've made mention of something. Konami's pre- premium games output slowed down significantly in recent years. The last new Metal Gear 
Right, so they talked about the last Metal Gear, last Castlevania, but their, their output hasn't slowed down that much because they make mention of it in the article with a trailer for Super Bomberman R that nobody ever talks about. <laughs> right. That came out in 2017. Well, that... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. They, they have massively slowed down their output, but yeah, it's just it's just funny that they didn't even mention like that, that they have a trailer for they it have... in their article. Such a legacy. Um, I hate mm. to see it turn into this, but I mean, you know. Also, I hate that Konami actually goal. held on to um, the Bomberman fran- got the Bomberman franchise yeah. after Hudson Soft closed. Oh goodness, Hudson Soft. Oh, oh I know Hudson ah. Soft were awesome. That's a another show entirely. Oh um, yeah, we but... we could literally talk about dead or defunct companies like in a massive oh, way. Oh god. But... Yeah. But hey, so, but, okay. Ruin chicken Le- that? Uh, yes, I do. It was just that they said little buffering, but not um, not too bad. That's all. So that's good. Um. um then what did Deadbeat say? Sorry. Deadbeat said something. Uh, no, that was literally all the stuff beforehand. Oh. Unless obviously I had the network error and can't see it. Uh, nobody cares now, mystical ninja. Oh, yeah, I can't see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, right. Okay, now you're saying about them selling their IPs off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, interesting thought exercise here. Mm-hmm. Who should get each respective property, then? And who do you think's the best fit for it? So, Ooh. sorry, uh, just bear with me. I'm going to mute my audio because you don't want to hear this. No, I don't. <laughs> But uh, as he expels bodily fluids, uh, <laughs> um, I it's silly and seems too obvious, but Metal Gear Solid should go to uh, Kojima's studio. <laughs> that would be hey. the biggest middle finger to Konami of all time, wouldn't it? It would. It would absolutely one thousand percent be. And, you know, I live for that. Yeah. Also, <laughs> right, let me just, let me mention this because uh, there's a person I spoke to on Twitter posted a screenshot up of Death Stranding Director's Cut. Oh, and I'm not yeah. even kidding. There is a section where you climb a ladder for a long period of time. I just can't. Guys, Come on, just... that is the biggest Metal Gear references. Like, he's put so many in them. I just... Oh my gosh. But, uh, and then Silent Hill should go to God Capcom. Damn it, but <laughs> oh, we're a family friendly show. Are we? <laughs> On a Sunday, we are. Sunday. We can't read out Deadbeat's comments, so just use your wildest imagination. Wildest and dirtiest imagination. Yeah, well, I don't think Kylie helped it by saying about excreting bodily fluids. Yes, I did that on purpose. I know uh, you so did. What is it, Castlevania? Now, ooh, Castlevania—that's a—that's a difficult. That's a doozy. One. Um, yeah, because I would say it needs to go to a Japanese studio, but I don't really know okay. any Japanese studios anymore. There aren't. There are a few still, obviously, but... Not I... the big ones that used to release to the West. 
No, that's true, actually. So it's very hmm. strange. Okay, Silent Hill then. Oh, I know. No, I know who uh, Castlevania should go to. Square Enix. Never. <laughs> Please never allow that to happen. It'll be it'll be turned into Yeah, it'll be turned into something like Stranger to Paradise Final Fantasy oh Origins for Christ's sakes. What the heck is Strangers of Paradise, by the way? That looks insane. Uh that was the game that was revealed earlier on in the year where everyone was taking the Mickey out of the dialogue saying, We're gonna kill Chaos. <laughs> Why? It went over my head, but I watched uh I watched someone posted up a, a like a little scene from it. And it's so yes. over the top. It's crazy. Um, now, this is the one. Oh, my God. Oh, oh goodness. There's two that have come in, which I absolutely 100% agree with. Mm -hmm. uh, Brent has put the studio that did Bloodstained. Right. Which is essentially, yeah. you know, is basically Symphony of the Night. It is. Um, yeah, that's good. And Deadbeat good. Punk has put um, Capcom. Castlevania cross DMC. My goodness. Oh my gosh. Good little Devil May Cry. I forgot his name. What's his name? Dante. Thank you. Well, you've got Dante, Nero, Virgil. Um, and yeah, I know, others, but Dante's but yeah. the figure. Uh, yeah, not unless you're talking uh, about the Ninja Theory one, which nobody oh, talks good. about that one. No. Not in a million years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Um... I can see it. I like I, it. I'm 100% agreeing with you that actually um, Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear the franchise should 100% right. go back to Kojima, the the father of the, you know, the creator mm -hmm. of the actual series. The um, daddy. The big man. Um, uh, I can't really think of who I'd want to have Castlevania handled by, to be honest. Like... I'm not as familiar with the Castlevania games as most people are, so it's quite difficult to me to say who should be involved with it. You know who would be good? Go ahead. And I hate this because I love Castlevania. Um, is it from? FromSoft. That... Yeah, FromSoft. That's who does Dead Souls Ooh. and stuff, right? Yeah. So make it so basically like Castlevania: mm -hmm. Lords of Shadow, but Death, Death, uh, Dark Souls style. Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. That actually would be kind of interesting. Like the only yeah. problem with that is that I find that the Dark Souls game, well, the Soulsborne games are yeah. quite light on story unless you're looking for yeah. them. And Castlevania is hugely rich in lore and everything, so it'd be quite difficult for them to translate that into a Dark Souls like style game. Right. Um, um. Uh, if the rumors are true, actually, like on Silent Hill, I think Bloober will be will probably be the better studio to work on a Silent Hill game because their their remit is horror games in some degree. But I'm also gonna uh, um, put this on the hands of um, another studio, which are well known for working on a particular horror franchise. Tango GameWorks. Eight. Ooh. Yeah, the ones who made The Evil Within. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that could work. Oh, no. Deadbeat Punk, never. That's... No. Just no. No. <laughs> I he, he has said Naughty Dog should get, us, get a crack at um, Metal Gear. Can we not let Neil Druckmann tackle that? Ever. 
Oh gosh, no, let's not, not, not on this show. No, not on uh, this show. We already did enough of that in the round table about Last of Us 2. If you want to oh check that out, it's episode God. 30. <laughs> yes, shameless plugs. We got them too. Yes. You should <laughs> check out our round table discussions though. They're fun. They are fun. Very so, fun. but yeah, um, so but, uh, I think we're done with this story now because we've covered yeah, it in depth. I just wanted to go into the rumor side of things, discuss that and just think what, what could, what could someone good do with those franchises? Yes, because lovely listeners, what you don't know is that I post rumors all the time to people. Yeah. And you actually I, think they're true. I don't know that they're rumors because the way these articles are written, they're like, our sources say, and it's like, well, yeah, they're but not then, official sources. Yeah, and that's the thing is we get, we get articles that do say rumor in big capital letters, but these ones haven't had the room, the big rumor on they, them. Saying sources are anonymous sources are off the record sources. And it's like, I just fall for that. <laughs> Um, Deadbeat Punk put kill Ocelot with a golf club. Gosh. Brilliant. Um, Brent has also has said, why does, doesn't Xbox just acquire Konami? Because I don't think they want the pachinko side of things. Oh goodness. Deadbeat stirring up trouble. Stirring up trouble. What is wrong with the... He literally knows our entire document. <laughs> Deadbeat Punk, can you please stop hacking my computer and finding out how what I put together for this week? World. Um, yeah, well, let's go on to that now. Uh, Brent, Brent then put, they want more Japanese studios. Yes, Xbox do want more Japanese studios uh, on, on side. I just, I'm not sure that they would want to acquire a literal gambling arm because it would do massive amounts of uh, reputational damage to Microsoft's. Uh, a, uh, they own company. so much. <laughs> yes, yes, they but. do, including Shadowrun. Right. Which they right. didn't actually realise until they put Shadowrun trilogy, <laughs> the Shadowrun oh, trilogy on the Switch. Oh goodness! Look at Debbie, and then let's move on because we're going to run out of time. I don't steal all of my sources from the Spawncast. Thank you very <laughs> much. But yes, I was listening to it this morning as well. Oh, goodness. I didn't even oh. know you were a listener. We need to talk about this, because <laughs> at some point... Oh, goodness. Uh, cut but out yes. the middleman. Yeah, I mean, we are the middleman, as, as, yeah, essentially. Uh, uh, what did Brent... Uh, uh, so they don't buy it all, oh, no problem. Yeah, it's just... I think if Konami are going to sell off everything, then they'll sell everything. And I don't think I don't think Microsoft are going to come in and piecemeal quite a light bits and bobs of it, especially if they see that they uh, Konami can see that they uh, uh, can make a pachinko machine out of it. We all know the fervor that was created by the HD assets of Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater still burns my soul even to this day. Yes. Moving on, uh, as Deadbeat Punk has so accurately, so rightly put in in this chat this is coming from Bloomberg developers are making games for a Nintendo 4k console that doesn't exist at least 11 companies including Zynga have tools from Nintendo to make 4k switch games 
So. There's a problem with that, though. Go on. Well, Nintendo says that's not true. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I believe this is the updated article that came out. Yes, because it was uh, okay. it was made by Ta- uh, Takahashi Mazuzuki and Olga Korif. Um, uh, Mazuzuki is very well known for his uh, leaking of information, especially when it comes to Nintendo. <coughs> That's not always right, including Switch Pro rumors that came out earlier on in the year, which was actually the Switch OLED. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Many people were surprised to learn that Nintendo Co.'s new video game console is missing a common feature of rival systems, support for high-fidelity 4K graphics. Perhaps most perplexed were the numerous developers who were working on 4K games using a software toolkit provided by Nintendo. Now, as the Nintendo person on this cast... Yes? I have to say this unequivocally and unabashedly Nintendo are not chasers of the modern technology and net and haven't been since the uh, since the SNES every right. every console they have had has been underpowered compared to the competition mm-hmm. uh, even when it was rumored that the GameCube was more powerful than everything else that's not true. It was more powerful right. than a PS2, but not an Xbox. Right. Um, they aren't cloud chasers. They don't go after the the new hot no, trend, the new just, thing. They just they they they're more innovative, mm-hmm. you know. Which is why we got things like the Wii Wiimote and the GamePad right. and the hybrid console and stereoscopic 3D on a handheld that don't require glasses. Say, also, Virtual Boy. We don't talk about the virtual boy on here. Moving on. (laughs) So, I'm going to carry on with the article. I just wanted to preface that by saying that as, you know, someone who's a long-time Nintendo fan. Um, So, employees at 11 game companies said that their teams were in possession of a 4K development kit for the Switch. The companies span the globe, ranging from large publishers to small studios, and include at least one... That has never made a console game before. Zynga. According to the employees. Who asked not to be identified because they weren't authorised to discuss their projects publicly. Why do you need to tell about freaking NDAs? Everyone knows what an NDA is for goodness sakes. It's like they are literally like talking to idiots here. And I don't understand what Bloomberg are doing. And this is the second story we've had that's had to preface this. Yep. So, anyway, moving on. The latest model with the best-selling Nintendo Switch is set to go on sale October 8th. It will sport a larger screen than the current version using OLED technology. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, anyway. Um, you're literally only saying that because you got the rumours incorrect earlier on in the year. Well done, Bloomberg. Anyway. Just remember that Jason Schreier runs, works for Bloomberg. That's all you need to know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but a system capable of handling 4K uh, games isn't expected to be released until later next year, at the earliest. Well, wow, that's been revised massively from, this is coming in 2022. Yup. Uh, early 2022. Um, people familiar with the plans have said 
That leaves Nintendo at a technical disadvantage to rivals. No, it doesn't. It leaves them... In terms of the technology, yes, it does. But in terms of creativity right. and ex- export, look at it. For an underpowered console... Underpowered console... Right. They've still sold nearly 100 million units at this point. I mean, they do their thing, you know? They do their own thing. I mean, look. I have to respect that. So I've got the Xbox there. I've got the PlayStation right on my desk here, my PS4. Like, they're powerful consoles. Like, obviously, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S are now out. And they are very powerful consoles, capable of 4K, you know, fast loading, SSD, all that, right? I get that. Look at the Steam Deck. Right, so the Ouya. yeah, Steam. Don't talk about the Ouya. Um No, because that was just an Android box. Um, so the Steam Deck, like obviously originally, like Steam had the Steam Link, and that was not very good. So what right. Steam have done, or Valve have done, is they've obviously looked at the, the rousing success of portable gaming, and they've tried to introduce a model that is more in tune with a technological giant, like the PlayStation. Right. Nintendo won't <clears throat> ever do that. I, they that like to, I believe that. Yeah. They like to court third parties, but the vast majority of their output on the console is first and second party games. You know? Animal Crossing sold over 30 million. Mario Kart is coming up to 40 million at this point. Um, Smash Brothers is like 20 odd million 25 million you know for an underpowered console they seem to be doing numbers and nobody seems to care about that yeah I just I I don't understand what this whole deal with massive companies turning around and saying we need power we need this we need no game developers will get creative when they don't have power on their side so Anyway, we will talk more about uh, the article. So, uh, it says whose shares have soared in the last year while Nintendo's have lost 20... What? Uh, what the hell? Nintendo haven't lost 20%. What are they even talking about? Their market value is, keeps going up. We'll be double-checking these sources and destroying them one by one. Yeah, can you please go and check the actual stock market prices of Nintendo right about now? Thank you. Yeah. They are... Look, if the the Switch is selling like gangbusters at the moment, and on top of the fact that the Switch only comes out next week, with Metroid Dread coming out too, their market value is going to be higher than ever. It has fallen. Now... not by 20% though, is it? No, I, no. No, I mean, if you fudge the numbers, yes, but... Yeah, what I think what they're saying is it's, it's a disadvantage. So the other consoles, like the other market leaders like Microsoft and Sony, their shares have gone up whilst Nintendo's have gone down. Right, see, that's what I'm saying. If you want to play around with some numbers, you can make anything happen. But I mean, they're still doing fine. Yeah. They are doing a-okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, you just have to look at the sales numbers, not always the stock market value. Right. So, um, Deadbeat is quoting Halo. And- oh, I know. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. So, okay. Um, <laughs> Nintendo responded to a list of questions by uh, by saying, Bloomberg's reporting is inaccurate and declined mm-hmm. to specify which parts of the information it was referring to. That sounds like they're really peeved about that, aren't they? 
Yeah, I mean... They don't like being officially called out by a big company that they're they're creating rumours for that are going to trick their shareholders. Well done, Bloomberg. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Bloomberg, if you don't know, Bloomberg is actually a stock market... Uh, oh, yeah they're, yeah, they're a financial analyst-like company, aren't they, basically? Yep. Um, I can't divulge too much, but yes. Uh, and so they know... They know reporting stuff like this is bad. It's yeah, bad. I know. And if anything, they, yeah, but that's the thing is they know about this sort of thing. Does this, does surely they would know that inaccurate reporting like this and the one earlier on in the year when Nintendo also pulled them up about it too, you know, where they actually had to use a nearly defunct like twi Twitter account based on investors yeah. to specifically tell their investors that this that Bloomberg article was wrong. I. It seems like the Bloomberg have got a bee in their bonnet about Nintendo, and Nintendo aren't happy about that. Yeah, and rightly so because they keep giving inaccurate information by the looks of it. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, in a tweet to after the story's publication, by the way, this went up an hour after the publication because they were clearly asked for comment in the article and refused. Um, the company refuted it is supplying tools to drive 4K development. Hold on. Hold on. It says, Nintendo responded to a list of questions but by saying Bloomberg's reporting is inaccurate, but then says in the tweet... The company refuted its supplying of tools to 4K, 4K develop, uh, development. What? What? I mean, I don't know the legal ramifications, but I mean, if they're if they didn't do it, then they didn't do it. Or if they didn't do it, they did do it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. But yeah. Look, I can understand that for um, marketing reasons and all that, you've got a, an OLED version coming out in the next few days. You're not right. going to want to ruin your market share by saying, yeah, we've got a new model coming out next year, by the way, so don't buy this OLED version. Because it's more than likely if there is a 4K switch, it will have an OLED screen on it too, which is... Oh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, so they, they've reiterated it has no plans for any new Switch model besides the OLED variant, which I'm pretty sure they said that they had no plans for a new model before announcing the OLED variant. So They did. So, anyway, moving on, it says, after publication, Zynga spokeswoman Sarah Ross disputed what the, the people what the people familiar with this matter have said. To clarify, Zynga does not have a 4K developer kit from Nintendo, she said in a statement. Bloomberg began reporting on details of the product more than a year ago, including the bigger OLED display. No, you didn't. You called it a 4K switch, and then you revised that back when you realised that it was wrong. Yep. Uh, the full release and the higher price. No, you did not. That, that actually came from Nate Drake, or also known as Nate the Hate. Um... It was also supposed to contain a faster chip from the video NVIDIA Corp, which that's not true. Um, <laughs> uh, that would enable 4K graphics to connect when connected to the TV. People would believe uh, the plan said in March. NVIDIA declined to comment. Of course they declined to comment. Um, but the 4K capability didn't come to pass. Wow. No surprises there. It's unclear exactly when the design... When this is, 
it's unclear exactly when the design changed. Right. The reason, according to a person familiar with Nintendo's hardware planning, was component shortages, a far-reaching problem born out of the COVID-19 pandemic. After unveiling the Switch OLED, Nintendo said it had no plans for launching any other model at this time. Yeah. I'm not reading any more of this because it is literally going over the same ground again and again and again and again. So... Basically, what we can take from this is Nintendo aren't going to tell you whether or not they're making a new one until they officially announce it. Bloomberg are reaching at the best of times and they are really winding up Nintendo to the point where when it comes to be that they might want a review outlet for this, they might not get one. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're not. Deadbeat Punk, we are not bullying Bloomberg. We're pulling up outlets who cannot report accurately beef with bloomberg (laughs) yeah yeah here's the sunday beef it can go on my plate just add it with a side of bloomberg man i'm hungry now yeah me too wrap this up soon (laughs) we we are we are very much wrapping this up soon so i want to know what like i know you've obviously commented through this as well and i have too but do you really believe based on the information available to us that Nintendo really are working on a 4K Switch? Or is this potential that the developers are turning around and saying this is a 4K development kit, like Switch development kit, but could be a 4K development kit for their newest console? Which is clearly in the R&D planning stage at the moment. I mean, let's use logic here. Um... The Nintendo Switch can't... I mean, it's already been out for five years? Uh, it's Yeah, it came out 2017, so we're into its fifth year Roughly, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as the newer consoles come out... I mean, yes, I know there's a chip shortage. shortage and uh, much like what Deadbeat said in the, in the chat, they can't... Well, like, uh, they've gone down 25% this year, sure. But that's after the year of Animal Crossing and COVID can't get those conditions twice in a row. That's a key point right there. They're going to have to come out with a new console. Yeah, absolutely. Because you just, otherwise uh, the Game Boy, the original Game Boy would still be selling. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You have to um, evolution, you know, you have to keep growing. You have to, you know, get better and bigger and more technology sure well bear this tired (laughs) yeah well bear bear this in mind right i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. it was phil spencer who came out or someone had come out and said that the minute they start they release their newest console r&d begins almost immediately on the next one which is why obviously you saw with the xbox one how much it faltered in its first couple of years why there was a mid-season refresh I think PlayStation only reacted to the mid-season refresh. They didn't really have any plans in mind as such, unless, obviously, they are indeed it and was like, right, we could use this as a testing ground for the PS5's 4K-capable potential. A lot like sports, or at least the sports I've been involved in, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's, uh, you know, martial arts or uh, roller derby or freaking rowing what i'm doing now yeah 
you train and you work and you train and you work, you go to competition, you win, you take two weeks off and then you start doing the competition for the next year. You start yep. prepping for the competition the next year. It's the same thing in, in technology. Oh, 100%. You know? It never stops. It keeps, you got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Do you really think that um, AMD are really sitting there going, right, we've got the Ryzen chip out. Let's not, let's just leave it at that. And of course. No, 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 no. You know. Always continuing on. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, it's an ever growing thing. You know, that's why these big companies have huge R and D departments because they are literally looking at the latest trends, the latest technology. And, and they're, and they're talking to, chip makers about what they right. can potentially output with the next console i mean you if you've ever looked at a teardown video between the xbox one and the xbox series x you'll notice how much r&d went into the actual streamlining oh, yeah. streamlining of the actual making of that console like mm -hmm. from being able to access the the circuit boards much more easily like and the fact that the x clamp that they have in there you know holds it all together but it's so easy to take apart. Yeah. You know, they have streamlined that, that teardown process in massive ways to help engineers be able to access the boards and find out the problem mm -hmm. in a much more significantly quick time. Right. So that doesn't happen without research and development. Right. So I, I don't see anything about this that sees this is definitely going to be a 4K capable switch because like we've said before on on this, this would require them probably to change their entire chipset from the X1, the Tegra X1 yeah. that they're using, which is clearly not capable of 4K gaming at this point. It, I was going to say, it's very obsolete at this point. I mean, it was obsolete when Nintendo even put it into yeah. their system. They've just managed to utilize it in a decent way. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the Tegra X1 isn't going to output at, at 4K. And no. e even the best, like, DLSS possib possibilities is not going to enable this without no. a massive problem with performance and battery life. And yep. the, fact that, the fact that it's a, you know, it's essentially is a hybrid model. It's a portable console. It's a, it's a home console. Right. You know, the if if you output 4K, even with DLSS, heat is going to be a problem. Right. So they would need to obviously work on, you know, the fans and the external flow <laughs> issue to make sure that systems don't overheat. We right. all know what it was like when we first got the Switch and they were talking about the battery life for everything that was coming out. It was like, oh, look, you can only get two and a half hours out of Breath of the Wild. Right. You know, it's like, well... Well, then they did that. They changed it with the newest versions by increasing the battery life in them. But they came out a couple of years later. It's like, come on, like... To think that it's just... They're just going to release it with nothing else included on it is just kind of ridiculous. And I think yeah. it's such inaccurate reporting again. All right. And the other thing that sits in, uh, sits in mind with this is that and I couldn't find the tweet, unfortunately, because there is um, there is massive Nintendo firmware people who literally look through millions of lines of code on the every firmware update. And when the Switch OLED was due to be announced, there was stuff in the code about OLED models, which was on the right. original Switch, which would make no sense. But right. because it shares an operating system, it would. Now... Those people have now identified that there is nothing in the line of coding at the moment 
about any 4K capable games. Right. So, I think this is very inaccurate once again from Bloomberg. I know, but let's go into these comments and then we'll wrap this wrap this sucker up. So, uh, Deadbeat Punk put um, beef, just beef. Um, uh, this story feels like a deja vu. Didn't this happen before E3? Yes, it did. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he's put GameCube had a handle. <laughs> well. There is a reason why we called it the little purple, little purple portable lunchbox. Oh goodness! Yes, uh, best of the generation 4K Farmville plans change. Oh my god! What a catchphrase! And then he persists on adding adding a little beef into this by calling me a last gen loser again. Anyway, moving on. Uh, gone down 25% this year, like you said. But that's after a year of Animal Crossing and COVID, like you mentioned. Yeah, that, uh, can't I think get those, Yeah, he can't point. get those conditions. And he's asked us to stop bullying Bloomberg, uh, called them Bloom oh Beef. Uh, and it says, Kylie's rumour receptacle the entire episode. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Pete's already decided to name it that anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I well, I might even change it to Rumor Receptacle, but Rumor Mill was the original, yeah. I think. Um, and then uh, Brent has finished up by putting, reminds me of the Audi R8 prototype. They put so much R&D into it that Race Control um, uh, banned some of their streamlined repairs. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, the, the R8 is a fantastic car, to be fair. So cool. Right, I would assume as much, yeah. Yeah, and... So that's quite interesting. Absolutely. Anyway, we're going to call it a night. Call it a day. Uh, call it an evening, wherever you're listening to this. Wherever your ears are in yeah. this global positioning of this world. I'm yeah. so tired. Oh, I know. <laughs> so anyway, the reason why we're doing a shorter rumor-based episode this time is because my focus at the moment is currently on a much bigger thing that will come next week, which is... Do, do, do. EGX 2021, the first in-person event for nearly two years. Something bigger is coming. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, um, but so, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I will be at EGX next week uh, yep. from Thursday to Saturday. So if anyone is listening and will be at EGX in London at the Excel Center, fingers crossed. Yep. Touch wood, obviously. That I should have a rapid review shirt ready to go, so you should be able to find me quite easily. Yes, hopefully. Uh, hopefully that will go as planned. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, we're going to be covering that in major details next week. What we what we saw, what we played, what we, uh, uh, wh who we met, what, and what else was there. Uh, obviously, I'll be covering this one with potentially a guest too with Kylie yes. sitting there asking questions so get some good questions in if you want to know some more about the event yeah absolutely yeah I uh, almost tagged you in it but apparently uh, Lawn Simulator is going to be there Pete so. I saw I saw that earlier and I'm going to make sure <laughs> that I play it just for you you gotta know uh, well, I, yes. yeah, yeah I've definitely got to know how to cut that grass <laughs> Um, okay, I think we're going to wrap up the actual show bit because yeah. I am. I'm just fading fast. Um, okay. okay, so do you want to let everyone know where to follow you on Twitter before we go? 
Yes, if you want to follow my misadventures on Twitter, um, you can follow me at Kylie to greet K I L A Y T H G R E E T, where I'm ranting against poverty at the moment because it's the main thing on my mind. Yeah. Uh, and then Pete, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, beefing with Deadbeat Punk half the time. No, I'm joking, not really. Um, uh, that's at Pete Beckett one, which is B C K E W T and the number one. I. I think that's going to do it for this week. So we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow us on social media at Rapid Reviews UK or the podcast specific Twitter at our radio pod. Please follow us on Twitch at Rapid Reviews. The music is made by Johnny Atma. Please check out Gametal on YouTube. And for everything else, please visit www.rapidreviewsuk for all the latest reviews.